0: Good morning. Welcome to VSA Capital Five Minute Morning. Miner on Thursday thir- oh, excuse me. Thursday 13th of April.
1: Uh, good morning, Paul. How are you? Good morning to you. And after rebooting my Microsoft, I'm much better. Thank you. Good. You were having a few troubles getting on this
0: morning. Uh, let's just start off. There's one interesting thing that's caught my eye, which does actually have an impact on mining. That is that China reported an unexpected surge in exports. They were up 14.8% in March. And actually, analysts have been expecting a fall of 7%. That's a massive rise. But what is interesting is one of the main exports that created that surge was solar panels. Now, one of the keys to solar panels is silver. Uh, And that is why China is buying silver like there is no tomorrow at the moment, Uh, why the price of silver is absolutely romping away. Now, $25.50. I think it's going to $30. Uh, And of course, we all know the impact of a higher silver price on silver producers. It's it's a very leveraged game. And the way to play it, of course, is at Guanajuato Silver, which of course is traded in London yesterday. uh, Well, actually, since yesterday morning, when we said, look, the ARB Arb is crazy, uh, it's actually jumped about 30% in about 36 hours. Um, Currently, it was showing 27.9, now showing 33.37, rather a wide spread. Um, I think the market makers, frankly, are, are taking the mickey there. Um, but I can tell you that uh, there's no stock around London so we've got to do is buy and it goes up uh, and it is going to go higher uh, but there you are a little ramp for Guanojato Silver again but we do love that company um, it is the fastest of course the fastest growing produced silver producer in Mexico uh, anyway that gets the day started off probably everyone's fed up with me talking about it uh, let's move on to something slightly different and let's have a little word about Emerson because you probably want to comment on the the announcement today what caught my was that they are um, very bullish on the price of potash. Um, So for all potash companies, you want to watch out for them. Uh, And the one that we uh, find rather interesting mentioned yesterday, of course, is millennial potash. Um, But Paul, tell us about Emerson.
1: Yeah, Emerson full year results released uh, today, and they made the clear comment that 2022 uh, is all about – all the negotiations which are taking longer than expected or hoped for uh, by the company be, between the company and the Moroccan government on getting their environmental approval cleared because because they expected they should have had it by now and they have the mine in construction uh, there at the, uh Otherwise, they are still in regular negotiations, but that seems to be the main part of discussions now is around water issues and how much will be needed and where it comes from for the uh, chemiset operation. Uh, that being said, there was a loss for the period of $3.2 million, which was relatively flat year on year, and the cash position otherwise declined with no uh, current raise uh, in that past year so that it stands at $6.7
0: Very good. Um, Okay. Uh, Let's also uh, have a little to some news out. I think pulled today Q1 statement uh, from Therissa, the dual listed uh, South African Chrome and PGM producer.
1: Yes, that's right. Therissa here, dual listed South Africa Chrome and PGMs. uh, Difficulties in production here in the first quarter, they've reported here as a result. Of uh, adverse weather conditions causing partial flooding in their pit uh, production pit, as a result they had to call in a second contractor in order to get the uh, pre stripping moving faster than had been uh, taking place, and they have had to mix uh, uh, what available feed they had from the pit with low grade, lower grade, and poor milling uh, quality stockpiles uh, so that their actual Tons milled uh, came in a little bit low. Uh, On the uh, opposite side, the Chrome price rose by about 20% during the quarter to $285 a ton. So that offset some of the difficulties they have. That being said, they do expect that the, uh recoveries will be uh, somewhat adversely affected uh, while they uh, get the pit dried out essentially, or wh- while the weather somewhat improves, uh, they hope. And uh, otherwise, the Carroll mine, which is, is a, their second mine development, which is going on in Zimbabwe, remains on schedule plenty of cash on the books here 205 million in order to get things done and the debt really reasonable at under 100 million dollars so they're in good shape here uh, to weather these conditions it's just whether or not they can get the um, main pit on track in the next quarter or two we'll see. Uh, we will see.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then the other one maybe worth mentioning is Broad Ahead Lithium, uh, where the chairman Ian Stalker has something a chat with me if you remember back at PDAC since ages ago. It was actually only about six weeks ago. Um, but obviously this has got quite the, the little gang of Ian Stalker and Jim Mellon and all of that lot involved. Um, they are dual listed on the TSX and most of the business is being done on the TSX. What they should do is, is drop their current London listing and make it an Aquis dual listing. It would save them a lot of costs. Uh, UK investors could still play in it. It's uh, uh, very much the obvious thing to do. Um, I have suggested to them, but they don't seem to be responding yet.
1: But there you go. I'll keep
0: trying. Uh, But Paul, I've had some news today. Why don't you explain what the news is?
1: Yes, this was, uh, they've uh, actually completed the acquisition of 60 acres or three mining claims, which were lying inside their claim block uh, within their uh, project. Uh, there in Arizona, the San Domingo pegmatite district. Uh, it was in the middle there, and it also had one of the. And it was in the middle because it was one of the historic uh, uh, production uh, sites uh, there, called the Lower Jumbo Mine, which was included there. That particular uh, outcropping spodumene has a, a, a known length of about uh, one and a miles so it's a significant piece uh, to fill in there in their claim block such that they don't have any further restrictions on just uh, where they can place drill rigs and um, develop resources on the project. They did not have to really uh, give any royalties on that acquisition. Um. Okay uh, it's just, I mean the,
0: the lithium price has continued to sort of collapse recently. I mean actually all we're doing is heading back to what most people use as a long-term lithium price. It was the spot price that was obviously uh, ramped up shall we say and is now coming doing a Duke of York marching all the way back down the hill again um, but of course it has taken showing off all the lithium stocks at the moment because it was a little bit of a bubble out there that uh, people got slightly overexcited about. And with commodities, I think it's fair to say, Paul, isn't it? You know, if you have a really good run in one commodity, it's always the time to take your money off the table and move it into another commodity. They they're sort of they move around in cycles differently,
1: don't they? And they're influenced by uh, geopolitical events and otherwise policy changes within individual nations as well, which will cause. Uh, Uh, significant changes in uh, outlook for individual companies as well as for commodities as well. So you have to play these fairly close to the uh, chest, I would say. Um, Just be very aware of something that's running
0: too far. Let's put it that way. Okay. Very good, Paul. We'll speak again tomorrow. Very good. We'll see you then.